0: Of Loud, the summer series. Welcome back to the summer series of the Lords of Loud. Mm-hmm. Uh, this would be our third episode mm-hmm. of the Lord l and the Lord Brett showcase yes well it's what the fans have been screaming oh they have been screaming but (coughs) i'm pretty Mm. sure it's not about that right so today we're going to do serious songs from seriously silly songsters Uh uh-huh so as a general reminder we've done silly songs from silly songsters Uh i know that's not the full title, but we're truncating for time (laughs) we've done silly songs from serious songsters yes so now this is serious songs from silly songsters yes Let's just get started uh, with number one. And you tell me if you heard it before or if you know even who it is. Sure.
1: i take a step in the dark. and say Billy Connolly. Oh, okay, you're... Because you're... I know he plays banjo. I mean, it could be
0: Steve Martin. He plays banjo too. Well done. That's uh, Steve Martin, A Hoedown at Alice's. Okay. 1981. And so this is from from an album. So there, well, was there a hoedown at Alice's? There could have been a hoedown at Alice's, yeah. yes. Oh, yeah. Or or even a dance at Alice's. Oh, okay. Um, right. A hoedown. Not, right. a ma- not a man down. Uh, so that's the Steve Martin brothers. That's 1981. That's... 1981? Yeah, what? that's where he does the... I think this is the first time he, he recorded He's can we call it? Can I call it folk music? Is that enough? Yeah, you'll, you'll be happy sure. with folk music. Yeah, or I guess it's sort of bluegrass or whatever. But that's where half the album is comedy. Yeah, and the other half is serious folk or bluegrass wow. music. So there's nothing funny. Not even in nothing the Nothing funny just... of that. No, it's just straight. Oh. And, and so I'm saying that's him being serious. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. Are you happy with yeah, that? I'll that falls in fun. category. Yeah. Now,
1: you're already... I mean, I think he's doing a claw hammer style, which is, you know...
0: <laughs> you've, already, you've already mentioned where we're going next. Uh-huh. So let's go next. So, is it Billy Connolly? That's right. So, uh-huh. this is uh, the Humble Bums. Okay. Which is which is that, that band that he started in 65. Okay. Uh, and this was just from an album of his the Humble Bums songs from 69 to 74. Uh huh. So, I can't actually tell you when this song called The Victory Rag came out.
1: I do see a few, uh, yeah, have seen a few times where he's brought the banjo out. Yeah. I can't remember whether it's Claw Hammer or, uh, or scrug Style, but anyway. Um, <laughs> now, now, yeah, it, it sounds like Claw
0: that's right, and uh, thousands of people are now slowly nodding off while they're listening. So for well, let me explain the differences between the two
1: techniques. <laughs> how, about, how about
0: a visual demonstration? That'll get people going. Yeah. Okay, but you're watching? So, here's my question for you. Yes. A- and for the listeners at home, or wherever you're choosing to listen, in the bath, and shower. That's right, elevator. Or at Alice's. Yes, um, with your hoe. <laughs> what is the connection with banjo playing and comedy? The mo- both amusing.
1: I don't know, both make you laugh.
0: Yeah, it's You intri- do it
1: badly, people want to smash yeah. smash your
0: face. Because G- uh, uh, Ed Helm, the other that other comedian, um, um, no, not right. ringing a bell. Right. Uh, the Office, US Office, uh, um, Hangover, Hangover. He was in Hangover. Oh, okay. okay. He plays banjo. Yeah. So okay. it must be something about yeah about comedians and the banjo.
1: It's, it's a bit uh, t- touching the. Uh... <laughs>
0: Where are you going with this?
1: <laughs> Where are you going with it? Something about the uh, the roots, touching the roots. You know, comedy is all about, you know, finding the, uh, the truth in the situation. Okay. And, uh, and making light of it. Um, and, so, uh, and so banjo playing is about right. <clears throat> roots, you know, going back to you.
0: So it's just interesting that in, in the limited world of comedians who can play instruments, uh-huh. there seems to be this subset of banjo players. <laughs> So you've got a Venn diagram, oh, mm-hmm. Venn diagram, oh. you love that. You've got a Venn diagram, comedians, yes. yep. musicians. Yeah. Within that is... is yeah, Are the banjo players.
1: It could possibly, possibly the comedy came after the banjo playing as a way to uh, get people on side again. So you're playing banjo and everyone's just like, that's god awful.
0: Right, but here's some jokes.
1: Yes, yeah. It's like you're an idiot while you're playing that stupid instrument. So let me make you smile. Yeah, so let me make you smile. You know, you take
0: control of the abuse then. Well, Billy Connolly did play banjo before he was coming in. Uh huh. And I imagine, well, you know how hard it is to play banjo because you play it really badly. Yeah. So <laughs> thank you. So I imagine that anyone who plays the banjo and, mm-hmm. is, and can be bothered to put down a track or two yep. must be somewhat good, therefore would have played for a, yep. a while.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Maybe. Now. You're gonna love. You're gonna love this. You're absolutely gonna love this. Let's keep moving, and here's another comedian, and let's hear what he wants to get serious about. <laughs> Start with ben. Yeah. Ideas on this one? I tell you, it's not the banjo player; it's the main instrument you're hearing now, which is a clarinet, and that's the key. That's the big key for you. is it? Yeah. Okay. Clarinet. Um. It used to be that when you're in New York, you could go along and see him play, which was a pretty rare thing. Woody Allen? Yes. Well done. So it's Woody Allen and his New Orleans jazz band. Really. This is a 1997 song called "Swing a Lullaby." Yeah, from his Wild Man Blues. Okay, now <laughs> So he's pretty, pretty serious about jazz. Yeah, record, record has recorded a couple of albums. Probably until he fell out of favor with people, mm-hmm. he could be seen on a regular basis sitting in with the band. Oh, wow, and jazz. Mm. Okay, he just digs himself deeper, doesn't he? So. <laughs> no, no, no. Now, mm. now that that, that um, ragtime jazz. Yeah, that's really. that has some bluegrass connections, you know Mm. that? Yeah. So your your little little jabs (laughs) at jazz there, it's the most bluegrass jazz there is, mate.
1: Yeah, yeah. He played very pretty smoothly too, Mm. so. It didn't sound 1990s, it was (laughs) 1930s maybe.
0: That's right, that's Mm -hmm. right. So, so far we've got silly people who take their music seriously. Yep. All right? Yep. So we're going to move along that Uh, And this is, I'm going to say it's a little different, but uh, you might argue, but let's have a quick listen. Mm They sound very Blues Brothers. Yes, spot on, Blues Brothers. That's uh, Dan Aykroyd or- Elwood? Elwood, yeah. Because he Edelwood. also plays the, the, does a little yeah. harmonica song. And you know the story of the Blues Brothers was started as an SNL skit. Yeah. Dan yeah. Aykroyd was was a fan of blues, got yeah. John Belushi into it, Then yeah. they put together that little skit. Mm-hmm. And uh, then, but what's, what's really cool about it is uh, the band. So you've got uh, Tom Malone on trombone who mm-hmm. played with Blood, Sweat and Tears. Did he actually do that just because it rhymed? Tom Bones Malone. Well, yeah, that's they, they used to call him Bones Malone. Yeah. Uh, so like he's kind of
1: fated to play that instrument.
0: You reckon? Steve Cropper and Donald Duck Dunn mm-hmm. from Booker T and the MGs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Green Onions. Yeah. Yep. So that's pretty heavy duty yeah. stuff. Uh, you got Matt Guitar Murphy. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Who played with Memphis Slim and Helen Wolf? Cool.
1: Uh, what did he play?
0: Oh, he's good. Oh, well. <laughs> wow. My apologies for not picking up on that, <laughs> folks at home. <clears throat> and there are other other people in the band Paul Schaefer, Alan Rubin, who were in, just in the Saturday Night, lot, Saturday night yeah. Live band. Okay. So that's quite an uh, impressive Pretty band impressive lineup. Yeah. And, and what I love about this, and I know we've, I've harped on about this before is they took it seriously. Uh, the movie was almost the last thing they did. Mm-hmm. So they went out on tour, they recorded the album. So this is from a, a, a briefcase full of blues, right. 978. Uh, so they actually record, and that's, it's live, yeah. they record it first and then later on they put it into a movie. Yeah, well that's the thing
1: like uh, th- there's, well, we got a Blues Brothers <clears throat> album at home mm. and I thought it would, like I used to have it on cassette. And I was like, oh, it'll just be the songs from the film, mm. uh, just so I could play it to my kids, and because well, I like it as well. Mm. Uh, but yeah, it ended up being like a double CD yeah. with a whole bunch of stuff that I hadn't heard in the movie. I was like, oh, they, they really are taking it seriously. Oh yeah,
0: yeah, they, they took it very, very seriously. And again, they, they, uh, they were canvassing for more blues music cool. yeah. and, and revitalising. Those mm. old old players, yeah, yeah. And, that, and that's why in the movie you see people like James Brown and you see people like Howlin' Wolf. They're featured and Aretha Franklin. Aretha Franklin, yeah, because mm-hmm. that that was a bit of a resurgence for her. Mm. So again, there's another silly, you know, they're comedians first, yeah, yeah, who um, yeah. who got very serious about music. All right, let's let's keep moving. All right, let's keep moving. Now, yes, this is this is something I was unaware of. Man. To go out with me. She lived across the street on the 15th floor. It's, it's obviously Weird Al. It is Weird Owl, yes, from his uh, even worse album, right. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. 988. Yeah. And it's a it's a song with serious content. Basically, he's a stalker. Uh huh. And um, so it just gets he just sort of gets frustrated and angry that him. You know, and, it, and it's interesting uh, because when you when you uh, shroud it in his voice, which is yes. nasally high, yeah, Yes. yeah, and and it's a bit bouncy. Mm. You sort of yeah, but when you listen to the lyrics, it's like wow, okay, <laughs> you know, it's a song about a stalker. Yeah, and so it's a bit wow, it's a bit dark. Yeah, tripod
1: tri- tri- have a uh, song about <coughs> stalking as well. I think I can't remember what it all is, but they've again. It's one of those, ha, 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 ha and you go, "Ooh, <laughs> oh, that's a bit, that's a bit dark." Yeah. So that's a little. Well, flip. the police had one as well.
0: Yes. Yeah. 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 Every breath you take. Yeah, that's right. Really, and that and that was a big thing, wasn't it? Because everyone everyone thought it was a lovely little song until you got some lyrics like, "Wow, creepy." Fucks. I'll be watching you. Yes. Yeah. So that's a step to the side. That's serious content. Yeah. yeah. That's not. That's not. I mean I think I guess he took, he was seriously parodying stuff, but but that's mm-hmm. that's a new addition into our little thing. Yep. Now now we're gonna get weird. Okay, I apologise for it. We're just gonna get weird.
1: A step in the dark and say it's from the 80s. Yes,
0: well Well done, well done.
1: Uh
0: At some point, he'll start (laughs) singing. I hope so. The chorus so party what? all the time. 1985. Yeah. This mm-hmm. got to number two on the Billboard charts. Right, that'd be my like, recognize the chorus again. So what's who's a the... buy? I have no idea. Eddie Murphy. Oh, this is right. his foray into he, he, yeah, you know, yeah, in the eighties yeah. when he was when he was. I guess the first time he was really big. Yeah. Then it was like, yeah, I'm going to do i yeah, I'm yeah. going to do a song on the back of Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. That. Yeah.
1: That's funny. Like as I was listening, I was like, I did think of Eddie Murphy. I was like, oh, you know, if, uh, uh, if Fred doesn't bring up Eddie Murphy, we'll have to dig out that one. But that—that <laughs> that was it.
0: There wow. you go.
1: Okay. That's so. That's pretty disgusting. It's not quite how I would have expected his voice. Like no. looking back at it now, it's
0: no, 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 no. I, I guess when when he when he sings when he just sings by himself and that you sort of mm. go, oh, okay, I can, I can hear donkey there. <laughs> Radio. Okay, I've got a couple of songs here. Well, let, let me sidestep here. It's going, on. it's going in your top ten, right?
1: <laughs> I do like it. It's the bassline is similar to one of my songs. So.
0: so, so I guess I guess I see the similarities between this and and Eddie Murphy. You wouldn't necessarily go. This guy should put out a song. Mm-hmm. Do you watch the US Office? No, you don't. Great, right. that's going to make this really interesting. <laughs> there is the a UK office for me. there, no, there, there is a, a dark-skinned salesperson called Stanley okay quite quite a rather large chap yeah and and he decided that he was going to release this <laughs> release this song 2011 to be simple it is he, he, uh, he should in, not, in in character or as an no, actor no no this is just him this is okay this is leslie david baker is his name okay and he Uh-oh. thought he'd just release this i can't tell you how it charted i'm okay. guessing not very well <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'd answer that. So, so in my head, that sits with the Eddie Murphy. Mm. I'm going to leverage my on-screen presence yep. to see if I can sell. And given he only put out one, I'm guessing it did. <laughs> yeah, right. Well,
1: it may have sold, but it's bad.
0: So. Now, and it's really great that you know The Office because here uh-huh. we I go. more. Excellent. Here's the next one. My eyes chasing after money and dreams that can't come true. I'm glad that we are different, we've better things to do. Let others plan their future. I'm busy loving you. Now that's Creed Bratton. All right, really? now uh, fans of The Office would know he played guitar, okay, and uh, because I think. And, and potentially online or on one of our social media things, I'll yeah. put up one of the, the outtakes of him playing guitar. Mm-hmm. But he was legitimately in. This is a band called The Grassroots, okay. and this is a, a '60s song, 1967. Yeah. yeah so, so he standing. was a legitimate musician right. that had, you know, somewhat some success yep. uh, with The Grassroots, and then later on, in the 2000s, he ends up in mm. in the office. Well, and is he uh, is he then a funny uh,
1: is he a funny guy who you know did something serious with music or did he start off as a serious musician? Yeah, well, so, well, uh, I guess uh, comedy, that's, which that is goes, a completely different category.
0: But that go, no, doesn't that go back to Billy Connell and the Humble Bums? I guess
1: I don't know. I can't imagine Billy ever being
0: ever being serious. Yes. Yeah. Well, okay. So you're right. He's but maybe maybe uh-huh. maybe he can. Division his life into this is when I was a serious musician yeah, in the yeah, grassroots yeah. and this is when I mm-hmm. was, a, was an actor yep all right i can see you, you absolutely loved that <laughs> um i like the song it was it's a nice song Oh, all right this one will need no introduction to you well, you wondering how i knew about your plans make me blue.
1: with some other color- you knew before. Out of the two other skies You know I loved you more Took me by surprise I must say When I found out yesterday Dear God,
0: I heard it through the grapevine Not much longer would you be Yes, wrong.
1: Doug Anthony, All Stars? Yes. Yes, sir, through the grapevine. Yeah. Yeah, a lovely rendition. It's,
0: uh... and, and this is, uh, I, I can't remember where, it must have been an interview or something, where I heard their formula when they do a little skit that's really taboo and out there. Mm. They would then, and this was on the big gig. Yep. Um, where I guess they became uh, nationally famous and mm-hmm. went on internationally. But, the, but his, uh, uh, the idea was that they would do something really offensive yeah. and then go straight into this beautiful rendition of a song and then yep. that's it. Yeah. Well, what, what do you think they were hoping to achieve <laughs> by doing that? Other than people going, wow, that's a really cool song. Well, yeah. Gee, they're really good musicians. Yes. I guess just
1: uh, maybe this just playing with your emotions. You know, well, one stage you'd have horrified amusement, perhaps, and then you go, oh, well, I feel something different altogether. What am I feeling at the moment? Can I average it out? Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah, they did a, uh, what else did they do? Throw Your and Throw Your Me. Yes. Yeah, they,
0: they did a few like that. And again, yeah. it was just, and obviously with their busking background. Yeah. That yeah. would have been necessary even just to pad the set out every now and then <laughs> to do a serious little song. Yeah. And and so, again, that's serious for a different nature. We've had the, I'm going to get serious to try and leverage my comedy into a different market. Mm. We've
1: mm-hmm. had
0: people who were just serious about music. Yeah. And so they would do songs. Yeah. these are the uh, Doug Anthony All-Stars using a Serious song to mm-hmm. juxtapose or whatever they've they been shoving down people's. I
1: mean, it's it's you know, it's not like there are other uh, chart toppers like um, I fuck dogs, but you know, it's- sure, sure, that's right. That would be hard to it would have it w- I could see that it would also have appeal,
0: yes, because so. there's a Tism song. What's a Tism song? They you know, they went top 10 with Greg the Stop Song, yeah, and mm-hmm. then. Then their follow-up song was. Oh, they had you, you'll never be an Old man, River. No, 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 uh. their follow-up song and this killed their career, and I will bleep this out. Ah, uh, I may be a <laughs> but at least I'm not a fucking <laughs> <laughs> And apparently, uh, the Australian public didn't take a shine to that. People didn't hmm. refuse to go out and buy that one. <laughs> and I think stores refused to sell it. Right, yes. Have no idea. In it's that. a it's a great starting on our <laughs> on our cultural heritage. <laughs> That's right. We all were deprived of that song. And you can tell me how this one fits in the category. Pretty girl on the hood of a Cadillac. Yeah, she's broken down on Freeway Nine. I take a look and get her engine started. Leave a purring and a on by, bye bye. Free love on the free love. The love is free and the freeway is long. I got some hot love on the hot love highway. Going home because my baby's gone. She's gone. Yeah. That's Ricky Gervais. That's David Brent. All right. Okay. So, again, that's really interesting because Ricky Gervais was a failed musician. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And. Can't remember the had some really really bad name of the uh, name of the band he was in. Can't remember yep. what it was called. And then, but later on, in his comedy, uh-huh. he brings he yes. manages to to bring out yep. the musicianship of the score. And so it's funny because they are they're parody songs. Yes. But taken seriously by the actor. Uh huh. So uh-huh. it's it's an interesting. Yeah. That is an interesting one, and, and so sometimes like that one, there's a couple of lines in there that you go, "That's you know Chucka yeah, but it's they're not guffaws. and some yes. of the stuff it's just sort of like yeah, that's a that's if someone was didn't have a lot of talent and were yeah. really serious about music, this yeah. is the sort of
1: stuff they'd write. Yes, yeah, it's, it's probably in the category of um, a uh, a band that came out in the past few years, and it was uh, their whole thing was you know we're going to relive the uh the hair metal yeah glory yeah. days do all these s- terribly sexist lyrics and like initially it starts off as parody but then past the point you go oh my god have they uh have they have they gotten too far d- down the rabbit hole <laughs> and they're actually living living what they used to parody
0: yeah yeah oh god yeah
1: because they became reasonably successful based on this parody act but yeah, with success, I guess, comes all the temptations with it. And then, are they there with,
0: you know, the strippers in the, in the hot tub? <laughs> mm. So that's the name of his band, mm-hmm. UA Band, was Shona Dance. <laughs> what was it? Shona Dance. Shona dance. Yeah, Shona dance. Well, of course, okay. it's it okay. any wonder he didn't do too well. Mm. Okay, let's go back to Australia. Uh- Christmas It's sentimental, I know But I just really like it I am hardly religious I'd rather break bread with Dawkins than Desmond Tutu to be honest and yes, I have all of the usual... It's a nice one to mention. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, White Wine and the Sun. Yeah. it's uh, uh, People have campaigned for it to be a new Christmas song. <laughs> uh, and, yeah, I, I don't mind it as a, as a little Christmas song. Yes, mm. it does have a bit of a go, but he still c- says he's sentimental about yeah. some Christmas things. Yeah. And then it's about, you know, his young daughter and yeah. his family being there. So it's actually... Is it... One of the few. Does it fit the category? There's my. There's my question. Is it a
1: serious too. song? I think so. C- compared to some of his, I mean, he's always
0: there's always like he always mixes up his there.
1: comedy with his politics. I don't. Th- this- I don't think he could help but have a yeah. little
0: dig at commercialism.
1: Yeah, or at anything really, yeah. even himself. Yeah, yeah. So there's always going to be something I think in one of the songs where you have a little wry smile. Yeah. Um, But that's just that's just the nature of his songwriting. Yeah. Um, Like the other one that I thought of was Tim mentioned was not perfect. Yeah. Yeah. A similar type of thing. Like in there, you can see little bits where go. "Ah, That's you know that's a little bit funny, but the bulk of it is isn't. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And in my head, it just shows you what a skilled songwriter is. Yeah. Because I know it's been covered by a few. Mm-hmm. A few Australian artists. Um, I just think it's a, leg- it's a legitimate Christmas song. Uh-huh. Nice. Well, that about wraps it up. I do have one more, and I don't think you're going to like that I've popped it in. But let's have a listen anyway. OK. There's children on the street using guns and knives. Taking drugs and each other's lives, killing each other with knives and forks, and calling each other names like dog. Whoa, whoa. there's people on the street get diseases from monkeys. Yeah, that's what I said. They get diseases from monkeys. Now there's junkies
1: with monkey disease. Who's touching these monkeys? Please
0: leave these poor sick monkeys alone.
1: They got problems enough as it is. Man is lying on the street. But Concords, so, so i think we could probably say it's not entirely serious
0: <laughs> yeah but but when you when they it's talk, a serious issue yes when they talk about it and when they uh. talk and if you watch uh some of the live recordings from one night stand mm-hmm. which is a concert they did i think might have been for hbo uh they talk about being a a serious song uh-huh so I just threw it in there, just see if I could slip it by
1: No. They have been playing it for ages. Mm. Like that was one of their, like when I used to see them as a duo, and I can't mm. remember what show it was, but okay. yeah, well, like it was a, you know, live comedy type thing. Yeah, that was one of their early yeah. songs that's been hanging around for ages.
0: Um, that, for for <coughs> our listeners at home, uh, that's called Think About It. Yeah. From the, and I, I guess it's from the self-titled album Fly the Concourse. Yes.
1: Well, uh, before that, they had the BBC radio show. Yeah. Which was where I next heard it, I okay. think, after TV. So it's,
0: yeah. So oh, it's a great song. I love it, but... It's will, you let, will you let me keep it in? No. No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Strike that, everybody. It's gone. Mm. Now, now I have a few. Though. Oh, you want Oh, hang on. Yeah, uh, yeah. Stop the presses. So there's a
1: couple of songs. No doubt you'll recognise them. That sure. Especially one is, uh, is quite well
0: known. All right. That's from that famous blasphemous movie, isn't it? Yes,
1: yes. Life of Brian? Yes, Life of Brian. That was, uh, that was uh, a good one to get stoned, stoned over. Okay. I right. no, didn't say stoned two. Right. stoned over.
0: Let's get stoned over, yes. So why does that one fit in the category? Isn't it, isn't it just a silly song? Well, it is, but
1: it's also, uh, I think taking a very non-sentimental view of death. You know, it's, and life generally, yeah. uh, life's a piece of shit when you look at it. That's right. Uh, death's a joke,
0: you know, that mm. type of thing. And I, I love his, I don't want to call it a speech impediment, but when you're chewing on, life's gristle. Yeah, <laughs> gristle. Gristle. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, no, I agree, I agree. It's, it, yeah, it's, a, it's it, I guess the, the danger is you might just see it as some little ditty. But yeah. in fact, it's, it's, there's a nice message behind it.
1: Well, there's the thing. I mean, like crucifixion as a way to die is extremely horrible from what I've read. <laughs> you know, no one's, no. no one's putting their hand up yeah. uh, as the way to exit the world, which I guess is what some people found profoundly... Offensive. Offensive, yes. yes. Profoundly offensive about it, uh, the, uh, that you could take something so dreadful hmm. and have this nice cheery yeah. song at the end. <laughs> but it's also just saying, well, in the end, you know, yeah. Life is this and death is
0: this, and you yeah. can't avoid either of them. Um, and, this is and, and and I also now like to tie back to the Doug Anthony All Stars, they mm. would do something really offensive, yeah, and then round it out with something that wasn't. Yeah. And it's by putting those two, but Monty Python by putting those two things together, yeah, because it would have been a pretty dark movie if at the end of it he just died, yeah, yes, <laughs> <laughs> like everyone died. Oh, okay, yeah, well, wow. oh, that's the end of it. That's a that's a <coughs> Mood killer? Yes. <laughs> okay, all right. I'll, I'll give you that one. Have you got another? Okay, I do. Have a listen. All right. Whenever life gets you down, Mrs. Brown, and things seem hard or tough, and people are stupid, obnoxious or daft, and you feel that you've had quite enough. Just... Remember that you're standing on a planet that's evolving and revolving at 900 miles an hour. That's orbiting at 90 miles a second. So it's reckoned a sun that is the source of all our power. The sun. and Ah, okay. Of the same, same family. Yes. Uh, uh, later, later movie. Yes. Um,
1: so that's the, the the galaxy song from uh, the main, uh, Meaning what? of Life. Yeah. So Eric Idle has, uh, from memory, appeared inside someone's fridge. Yes. Um, and takes someone a tour of the universe. Mrs Brown, isn't it? Mrs Brown, I think. We're here for your that. liver.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yes, yes. Get over your liver. That's <laughs> um, it's, and it, it's. Uh, he writes a good hook. I know. I know he's got yeah. a writing partner. Yeah. But oh wow, they they, they write a good hook.
1: Yeah, yeah. yeah that's the thing. He's. Uh, I don't know if he wrote all the songs that Monty Python yeah. never did because they hadn't. Songs on albums that would never have appeared, yeah, yeah. Uh, on shows or, or movies. Uh, but yeah, he's got quite a, a talent for for it all. And that one again is just the, uh, I guess, looking at the in- insignificance of yourself
0: nice. in-, in amongst a, the bass. There's, there's a theme going there. <laughs> the bass the, vast again, scope I, of the universe. There's something about his accent, expanding and expanding. <laughs> you know, it, it's yeah, just because yeah. it. He's one of those people who talks as he sings, sings as he talks. Yeah. Rather than singing in a completely different accent, you can hear you can hear his vocal inflection. Yeah, yeah. there's no mistaking it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's great. uh, Yeah. All right. Have you got another one? I do. Oh, (laughs) wow! Aren't you lucky at home, people? I'm not. (laughs) Let's have a listen. I will sing bones If all leave me is dust I will sing dust If everything I have loved Is taken away I will still play I will still play Won't change now. You're a Tripod fan? I am. Tell me about this song. Like, well, like the tone yeah. is, is,
1: is serious? Yes. It's on, but there's, there's not a joke to be cracked in the whole thing.
0: Wow. Okay. Um, so is this from an album?
1: It was from, like, occasionally they'll cobble together enough songs around a theme to do it as more or less a musical okay so this one was from a, a tripod versus a dragon um so, so tripod versus
0: the dragon is it just a collection of songs or uh, no no they did a, a it as musical. a live show wow okay um,
1: all right so you know lot many of the other songs are amusing yeah uh but at this point in the story um it's all based on dungeons and dragons so it's <laughs> <laughs> it's a very nerdy which is why i like it so much
0: well i'm, I'm looking at and we'll potentially put up some screen grabs or something on, yeah. on Instagram, but I am looking at a tripod dressed in medieval gear. Yes. Um, and there there appears to be a dame with them. Yes. Uh, does, she, does she play a part? She, she does. She's a guest singer.
1: Right. Um, but she also played, I'm trying to think of what instrument she played. Yes, piano, accordion. I think mm. she may have hopped on the keyboards as well, naturally enough.
0: Um, so, so in the musical, <coughs> yeah, this this is the this is the low point. Things are going wrong. Yeah, yeah, and, and
1: like the character uh, Gatesy, uh, the, the member of yes. Tripod. Um, so he's singing that song. His character is a bard, which in D and D, you know, folklore generally useless. Mm. So it's got a, a twofold meaning. One is, regardless of what life throws at him he'll still play music, mm. uh, which you know, probably comes from just him as a musician as yeah. well, even though it works well with the character. And I guess it probably has a double meaning, Dungeons and Dragons, yeah, he'll yeah, still play, we'll still play. Re- regardless of
0: all the taunts. There is a, a, a type of comedian that you and I enjoy, and I think it's the intelligent, smart ass comedian. <laughs> yes. And is that because that's we're we being altruistic there. We is that who we, we would want to associate ourselves with It's one of those things where when you listen to them, you have a bit of a chuckle and you look around to make sure, <laughs> Oh, that person doesn't get it. Oh, please, oh, oh. tri- of a brain than... tri- tripod Tim Minchin they, they fit in that category of wow, that guy's really intelligent and funny. Yeah, uh, it's going to be good for me if I laugh at that joke. <laughs> uh... Well, I guess by the... Or are you going to pretend that, that it just happens naturally? No, no, I'm guessing by and the
1: fact that they're both popular and Tim mentioned exceptionally mm. so, that we're probably not alone no. in that regard. So unfortunately, when I look around the room at one of their concerts, mm. it's full of people laughing at the jokes because they all get it. Yeah, yeah. Which, which is not what I'm after. Uh, I want right. to, you know, be able to have a chuckle and go, ha, ha, of you got that. You are all <laughs> no too one is,
0: stupid. No one is as intelligent as I am.
1: That's right. But I do like Tripod because it does have a lot of the geeky stuff, which not every teenage boy went through. Not every teenage boy played Dungeons & Dragons. Nice. Not every teenage no, boy, no. you know, had to load a tape to make uh, their computer work. you know, that, <laughs> that type of thing. So.
0: Rightio, well, uh, do you have another Dungeons & Dragons song for us?
1: Not Dungeons & Dragons, no. but... This one is a uh, a tripod-related one.
0: Okay. Well, um, let's play it. And okay. Okay. And we'll we'll see what everyone thinks. Sure. Ooh. Ooh. ooh, ooh. I am your true shepherd you there beside still waters come and meet me in the middle of the air i will meet you in the middle of the air i will lay down in pastures green and fair Ooh. every soul shall be restored i will meet them in the middle of the air come and meet me in the middle of the air wow here so so i can see some similarities to the vocal performance of Doug Anthony All-Stars. Yeah, yeah. Can you tell me anything why why Tripod needed Eddie Perfect?
1: Uh, well, he did the bass part.
0: <laughs> wow.
1: Yeah, wow. it was You're a quartet. really
0: just like, yeah, okay. Four-part vocal, had to drag someone in who could sing. Yeah. Did it really like that or were they doing something else? And
1: No, for that particular performance, that was off a TV show called Sideshow. Mm-hmm. That was hosted by Ian Paul McDermott, mm-hmm. who was in Doug Anthony Stars*. Mm-hmm. A nice little tie there. Uh, so that was Tripod natty Perfect. And he also wore a nice little tie.
0: Hey. <laughs> there's some of that intelligence. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They all go, oh, I get that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> there's There's also uh, just another interesting little connection is that uh, Gatesy and Paul McDermott are now doing shows together. Where I don't think it's. Is Gatesy the bald one? No, that's no. Jon. That's who? Yon.
0: <laughs> wow, so who's Simon, Gatesy? Simon is his
1: real name.
0: Gatesy, unfortunately, I can't remember his... Well, is he the one with the glasses and the No, big? that's Scott. No, that's Scott. Wow, yeah. okay. You're yeah, the no. other guy. So the other guy with the curly hair. Curly slightly hair. Brown.
1: Right. Yeah, well brown, slightly that's curly Gatesy. hair. That's Gatesy. All right. Okay, so Gatesy and Paul were doing their own show. I think it mostly leads series songs, but they dig into each other oh, uh, nice. with the uh, in-between oh, song oh, banter. Wow. Anyway, uh, this song on sideshow, I don't I don't know why, apart from they needed a quartet, uh, Eddie could do the. Hmm. So that's uh, that song uh, was a Paul Kelly song, right? That he did off his uh, Foggy Highway album, where there was one of two bluegrass nice. albums, and yeah, it's uh, the twenty third song. Lord, is my shepherd. Hmm. Basically, that whole thing, but. Uh, yeah. You know, tweaked a bit, set to music. Wow. Uh, Paul Kelly uh, on that album did it as a quartet, so these guys did it as well. I mean, Having yeah. listened to both, like that version is is my favourite. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, I just love listening to it. And they, they is do it really a, is well. Is the
0: Paul Kelly version a cappella? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay.
1: All right. I mean, it sounds like Paul Kelly, yeah, and yeah, it's still yeah, good. Yeah. But that version is just a little richer. Hmm. They also ended up recording that song, like, inspired by that that initial collaboration yeah. on that song. Yeah. They then toured a few years later doing a collection of, I think it was all Australian songs. Yeah. With the four of them. Wow. Um, but, yeah, that was, again, another very serious
0: yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. moment. It's a shame I don't have any perfect songs to play, but, yes. yeah, he's uh, he's very similar in
0: Tim Minchin and yeah, mixing yeah, up yeah. his
1: politics with his humour.
0: Yeah, okay. Yeah. What's really interesting is that it really shits me how creative and, and talented some people are. They can be mm-hmm. really funny and like Tripod, like Tim mentioned, they can also be brilliant songwriters and mm. musicians at the same time. And yeah. Again, when you look at Steve Martin and all that sort of stuff, yeah. Yeah. all those guys, mm. I hate how much talent some people have. <laughs> it's so inspiring, I hate them. Uh, okay, well, I don't have any more. Uh-huh. Do you have any more? I'm a spent force. You are spent? Everyone knows that? Yes. No one will be surprised? Well, uh, that's it for Serious Songs from Seriously Silly Songsters. I think that was the title. Well done. I can never remember you said it repeatedly. (laughs) We'll stick with that. And believe it or not, gents, ladies, we've got one more in us. Yep. So tune in soon to hear the final Lord Al and Lord Brett episode of this dark and twisted subject we're delving into. Yeah, we call beating it to death. Beating it to death. Flogging... (laughs) <laughs> a really bad horse. Okay. Thanks, Lord Al. Thank you, Lord Brett. See ya. Don't forget to check us out online, LordsOfLoud.com. We're also on Facebook and Instagram.